the way that I see it is exactly the opposite because I say, okay, many sponsors see it this way, which means that when an opportunity is going to present itself, there's going to be much fewer other buyers that are going to be interested in the deal, which means that I don't have to necessarily even meet the same price expectations that comes from the seller. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fourth season of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. Real estate investing is not rocket science, but it's not a fairy tale either. It's an incredible investment vehicle that builds and grows wealth. I have done it, and this is why so many of the wealthiest people in America and in the world, actually, invest in real estate as well. Listen in every week to learn about all the different real estate asset classes, which strategies experienced and successful investors use to live their best lives, and the processes to do it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just listen in every week to grow your knowledge along with me and to move your finances to a place where you can live an extraordinary life. This show is sponsored by my company, Blue Lake Capital, where we help passive investors grow their wealth through large multifamily investments and funds. To learn more about my company and invest in with me, visit www.bluelake-capital.com. Welcome to Ready to Scale Season 4. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Season 5 of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman, and I have my co-host with me, Jeanette Robinson. You've probably noticed in the past few months that Jeanette has been taking over, and as the lead of investor relations, she's going to keep doing that in the foreseeable future. And so I'm going to still appear on the show as a guest, but Jeanette is officially the host of Ready to Scale. And today, the first episode of the new season is about the top three lessons that we've learned here at Blue Lake Capital from 2022, mm-hmm. which was a very, very interesting, almost polarizing year. It was quite a year. It was. It was. It basically started off as the continuance of 2021, which was also very interesting as a very, you know, strong seller's market where basically sellers got almost any price that they wanted with crazy terms, very high hard money deposits, non-refundable. And then it switched almost overnight, Mm -hmm. thanks to the feds, thank you feds, to a very, very strong buyer's market. And this is where we are right now. Interest rates are going up. So cap rates are going up and prices are going down. So a lot of interesting things, but it actually, it's a good segue to the first lesson from 2022, which is, you know, real estate is a cyclical business. And I know it sounds like something that is, you know, pretty much it's given, right? Everyone knows that there's cyclicality to real estate. Real estate is a cycle and you go through, you know, expansion and then contraction and everything in between. There are multiple, you know, stages to any cycle, but it seems like, you know, for some investors, when we're in the middle of a certain part of the cycle, it seems like this is, you know, it's kind of doom and gloom and some investors, you know, don't like to invest. Some of them are very excited to invest. And we actually see a very tight I would say relation between 
the amount of money and the net worth that investors have and their appetite for risk. And so investors that are usually writing smaller checks, they tend to shy away when things shift, when things are not so steady. And it's understandable, you know, if somebody has 100, 200, you know, half a million to invest and that's it, then they're being very careful with every dollar that they're allocating. But the wealthier investors, the more seasoned investors are not phased by it. And they actually invest and we still get you know, phone calls and emails saying, hey, when is the next deal? So we want to invest with you. So that's really interesting to see. You know, I think a lot of it too, it's understandable for investors that haven't been in real estate investing for very long that got in, you know, say in 2019 or 2020, they came in kind of at this ideal time. It's like the heyday. Everything was great. Returns are insane. And I've said it a few times in some of our other episodes, you know, there's an element of spoiled. Everybody got a little spoiled for a little while. But just like you said, you know, when it comes to real estate, it is cyclical and you have to understand that those changes are going to occur. We're not going to stay and hold in any one place. But that's part of where being agile and having the experience throughout different cycles, you know, comes into play. And and I think that's why we see some of kind of the larger check writers and more, you know, long-term investors in the game coming in and doubling down because they've been through these cycles before. Whereas I think some of the smaller check writers, you know, were getting into the game early on. They haven't been in real estate investing too long. And this is their first time experience in the cycle, which I think is one of the reasons why it's important to talk about you know, how it is cyclical and to have good communication with your investors because, you know, we all are in it together and we have to work through these cycles together. You can't just stay in that, you know, wonderful little fantasy phase where it's all really, really fun and easy. And it will come back. So the good days are going to come back. But basically one of the main, you know, lessons for me from 2022 is, that the high, you know, very high rents, because we were able to push them up to 60, 60 or 60%, which is insane. You know, high real estate prices, low interest rates, that it wasn't designed to stay forever. It's not sustainable. And the feds, of course, made sure that, you know, this bubble is going to kind of burst earlier than anyone, you know, kind of wanted. But the same way that this is not permanent, so does the current situation, which is a continuance of the last quarter of 2022. And basically, the lower real estate prices that we see now, the higher interest rates, these are also not going to be here forever. And so when things shift, are you in the right you know, investment, because the interesting thing about where we are right now and, you know, how 2022 was basically concluded is that with the higher, you know, where things are right now, if you are not investing your money and you're sitting on money to wait out and see how things, you know, play out, you're actually losing money because of inflation. And so that's a pretty unique and, you know, position to be in and not a very good one because you're actually losing seven, eight percent because your money is just worth a lot less. So, and I'm not saying invest in something if you're not completely confident in it, but at least, you know, identify those investment vehicles that are the best investment vehicles for the time period. And for us, and we, you know, really believe that real estate and specifically multifamily is really good when it comes to constitute as a hedge against inflation for that reason. So that's the cyclicality of real estate. That's the one big lessons that nothing is forever and things do change and they're very rapidly changing. That's one of the main lessons from last year. Another lesson is that 
you can see opportunities where others see uh, challenges or negatives. So one way of looking at 2022 and specifically the last two quarters is saying interest rates, you know, have gone up, cap rates have gone up, and basically it makes little sense to invest. And the way that I see it is exactly the opposite because I say, okay, many sponsors see it this way, which means that when an opportunity is going to present itself, there's going to be much fewer other buyers that are going to be interested in the deal, which means that I don't have to necessarily even meet the same price Mm -hmm. expectations that comes from the seller. And the conversations are very different right now. Before, I would say up to six, seven months ago, the conversation was, you know, whisper, the target price is, let's say, 90 million. Sometimes the deal would close at close to 100 or 105. Mm -hmm. It was that crazy. And I've spoken with many leading brokers that said, we never thought we're going to see these prices. You know, pricing is crazy. Now the conversation is very different. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the seller wanted 90. We talked him out of it. If you can hit 84, I think you have a deal. So the very, very different conversations. And this is the opportunity. So if the deal, if you're still conservative, if the deal makes sense on paper and you're making conservative, you know, assumptions, then, you know, we're not afraid to move forward and make the right decision and buy assets because this is where the opportunity lies, where you're not in such a crowded pool anymore. Mm -hmm. The other part of it is basically buying opportunities from other sponsors that, you know, there's other assets that are under market, which is a great and a huge opportunity. We have several investors reaching out to us, especially big check writers that we're inquiring, can we buy something that, you know, an asset that is struggling, but isn't a great location, but just suffers from cash flow issues or any other, you know, vacancy, whatever issues. And so that's where I see the opportunities. And it's always, you know, hindsight is always, you know, 2020, right? But I do believe that if you know what you're doing, if you know the market inside out, if you understand the demographics and the opportunity, there's a lot of opportunities out there if you understand the exact asset that you're buying. And so that's another lesson that we've learned from 2022 that you can see opportunities where others see challenge, mm-hmm. challenges or you know negatives. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important too to touch on the fact that you know, it really is a big deal how quickly the market has shifted yeah. from being a seller's market to a buyer's market. And, you know, there's a lot of these groups that went in, you know, and overbid ridiculously, right, on some of these assets that now, if they didn't get a cap, you know, on their interest rates, they may be very well underwater in their operations. They've overpaid for these assets. They're over leveraged on these assets. And it's huge. It's opportunity that investors are aware are coming into the market and they're hungry to get in and grab those opportunities while they're present. So I just think it makes actually going into 2023 very exciting because it really is a time about being very attuned to the opportunities that are being presented around you, having the wisdom to identify which ones are good opportunities and which ones are still best to walk away from, and then having the courage to continue to move forward while, you know, others are kind of sitting on the sideline and trying to think it through and frankly, losing money in the process. So I see 2023 as being very optimistic and so do a lot of investors. We'll see. There's a lot of exciting things to be had. Yeah. Well said. So Janine, you want to walk us through the last lesson that we've learned from 2022? Sure. So, you know, what it comes down to, I think it's really also coming back to fundamentals at this point. 
because of the volatility that we've had in the economy. And it really is about the power of focus. It's about really knowing what you're good at and staying very focused on that. You know, for us, sometimes our investments, maybe they don't sound so exciting. They're not, you know, alternative investments and biosciences and, you know, things along those lines, you know. It might even be kind of boring, but over here we have a motto. We really like boring deals. So, you know, staying our lane, being hyper-focused on class B assets, a tenant base that we know and understand, a tenant base that is definitely resilient and able to handle, you know, reasonable rent increases, you know, just staying really focused at what we have historically done very well at and continuing to focus on doing very well at that, I think is extremely important. So while we're talking about, yes, it's exciting, there's a lot of opportunities out there, it's also important to temper that with knowing, you know, what is it that we're very good at and remaining very focused on that. And so, you know, it comes down to identifying the right tenant base, it comes down to identifying the right assets, you know, that we already have experience with, And then, you know, more than anything, I think very much so in 2023, it's going to be an operational play. It's really going to be about managing those assets correctly. Yeah. And the shiny object syndrome is a real thing in the past 24 months where there was so much capital chasing deals, any type of deals, you know, some operators and some owners wanted to just buy whatever they can because it was very, very easy, at least for some groups, to raise money. And so not staying focused, you know, for us, we still stayed focused on multifamily, on value add in the Sun Belt because we know how to do it. We do it well and we stayed focused and that's the power of focus rather than, you know, we were approached by many groups wanting to get into other asset classes and, you know, outside of real estate. And yeah, technically real estate is alternative investment. I don't know why it's still under that category. Somebody needs to take it out of that category, but just staying focused, even though there's capital all around us, but same focus on what you know. And if you want to expand to more than that, that's great, but you need time and dedication to build those other avenues rather than say, oh, I have all this capital. Let me just buy this and this and this and this. That is not, I've never done it, but yeah, now it's the time to try it. That's not, we had the opportunity to do it and we decided to stay focused on what we know how to do. And that's another good lesson from 2022 to just stay focused and not get sidetracked because there's capital and these opportunities to raise money and, you know, buy other investment vehicles that you may not have the bandwidth or the knowledge to handle. Absolutely. And, you know, I would say the same from an investor standpoint. You know, people get a little bit nervous with the economy and they wonder, okay, well, maybe I should pivot my financial strategy and start investing in some other things that I haven't invested in. When you don't have the background to necessarily do the due diligence on those types of investments, you know, they can be very costly mistakes sometimes. So I would actually say that I think right now, especially because of where we are in the economy, I would say it's just as important for investors as it is for owners and operators to remain focused, you know, to stay focused on what has brought you to where you are today and to use that to get you to where you want to go tomorrow. I think it's just very important. Absolutely. So, you know, just to recap the top three lessons from 2022, the first one we talked about, the cyclicality of real estate and what happened is not necessarily going to keep happening. And what we experience right now is not going to last forever. The second one is, you know, seeing opportunities where others see negatives and challenges. And then the last one is the power of focus. And that really embodies what we believe in at Bully Capital, which, you know, we are being bold, but we're very strict when it comes to being conservative and staying focused 
And of course, you know, being focused on investors, that's our really number one priority. And, you know, this is something that we've done since day one and never changed that. And we were just doubling down on our focus and dedication and obsession with investors. But these are the top three lessons from, you know, 2022. Again, I was here today co-hosting with Jeanette (laughs) and you're going to see me on the podcast. I'm going to come back as a guest, but Jeanette is going to keep leading the podcast and hosting. And if you want to chat with Jeanette about investing to inquire about joining our fund, reach out to her. You can basically email us or her at info at capitalcom And then if you go to our website, bluelake-capital.com, you can basically leave your information and Jeanette will be more than happy to talk to you. Yep, very much so. So before we kind of wrap it up, I would like to say that, you know, 2022 was a tremendous year. And as you said, we value our investors more than anything. So to all of you investors listening to us today, thank you so much for an incredible year. We were able to raise actually just shy of $67 million in 2022, which is incredible and is only because of the loyalty and dedication that our investors have to doing this together. You know, our repeated rate for investors coming into deals again and again for 2022 was 78%, which is phenomenal. And I'm just so excited to see what it is that we're going to be able to do next year. In 2022, we were able to achieve a net IRR for our investors at 30.9%. And the goal is to make sure that we can hopefully beat that for 2023. So thank you very much for all of you that have stood with us. We are very excited to be going into 2023 with you. And for those of you that want to join us, please make sure to follow up on the information that Ellie shared. And we'd love to have you. All right. Thank you so much, Annette. Thank you for listening to us. Be bold, be great, and keep pushing forward. And I'll see you on the next episode. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.